Hey, Soul viewers, Big Ronnie here with another episode of the Soul Stay at Home series where we go inside artist homes to show you how they're living, how they're working, what they're doing, and how they're dealing with this pandemic just like you and I. Artists are people too. They put their pants on one leg at a time, you know, if they're wearing pants that day. I hope our next guest is. I won't ask him to stand up. Uh, but before we get there, uh, to support Sold Magazine, please take a look at our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash Sold Magazine. And to support artists today, please take a look at their shops. Buy a print, something small, show your support. If you can afford it, please uh, commission an artist to do something for a corona or pandemic time. Uh, a little something to remember this. I, I for one, uh, uh, am now, no, uh, uh, I don't think this is the end of the world. Uh, but we just have to take it serious and get through it. So I would like to know how we're getting through it with our next guest, Mr. Ruben415. How are you today? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Very good. I'm going to hit you with a whopper as soon as we start. Do you know what you were doing exactly one year ago today? Month, uh, May, May 4th, 2019. I know what you were doing. I have no idea. You were talking to us at Moniker. We interviewed you for the first time exactly a year ago today, believe it or not. Get out of here. It's our anniversary. What'd you get me? Whoa. And I mean, it, it's total coincidence. Uh, I suggest, suggested today only because uh, I wasn't able to make it yesterday, but I had no idea it was exactly one year ago we spoke at Moniker's scene. So, so such a long time ago. <laughs> if I would have asked you a year ago what you thought you'd be doing today, uh, I doubt you would have said lockdown and pandemic. No, I mean, if you would have asked me like th three months ago or the last day I was in my studio, uh, which is kind of ironic, it was Friday the 13th uh, of March. Uh, <clears throat> I knew that I wasn't going to go back in a while, but um, uh, I didn't think it was going to last this long. Uh, and I mean, it's, it's, it's still very, very far from over. I mean, I'm, I'm still at home, just like most people and you guys. <laughs> So your, your work is not only uh, fine art canvas, but you, you have a, a graffiti background and a lot of your work is public and on the street and huge. You do some very big walls. How are you, how are you handling not being able to go outside and do that public work now? Um, my whole spring, pretty much the rest of the year was, I had a full schedule, especially the spring, uh, they were all mural commissions, big, smaller, uh, indoors, outdoors, and everything just got canceled, rescheduled, postponed, whatever you want to call it, basically overnight. And uh, uh, it was very scary because that's what brings food on the table for me and my family and literally everything you know everything got shut down <laughs> overnight and uh, uh, I guess many most people were dealing with 
same things. And so especially the first week was all so surreal. And honestly, painting felt very unimportant because we were dealing with life and death. <laughs> well, unless you're a doctor, you know, you, you have to go with what you know. And, uh, you know, painting and creating is who you are. How is it, you know, I, I, I imagine that, um, you know, you're, you're the type of person that when you're working, you know, on, on indoor stuff, you can be immersed in it and stay there for 10 hours a day. But how, how is it? How are you holding up on all the indoors work? Uh, I mean, the first days I was like, what can I do to, uh, is there anything I can do to, you know, help the situation? And then I was like, there's only one thing I know how to do well, and it's the paint. And I was like, all right, I'm at home. When I left my studio on uh, Friday, the March 13th, I took one plastic case with the smallest canvases, or actually wood panels, six by six, just a few colors, few brushes. And uh, I opened the box and I was like, all right, it's time to get to work. Like maybe if I just do what I do, you know, it, I can I, I actually add something that's, you know, so depress depressing to watch the news and just be paranoid. So I'm just going to get to work with whatever I got. And uh, uh, I was like, I, my studio building is still closed. We live in a small apartment, like most people. So my wife ordered a small, it's like three by three feet table on Amazon and I put it uh, in the corner of my son's bedroom I'm still here occupying his bedroom he's not happy about it I keep the door behind me locked like I try and maintain as normal work routines as I can so like eight, around eight and nine in the morning I lock myself in here and try and do a work day with the stuff that I have, I'm, I'm starting to run out of, I only have these very small paint containers, but I still have some paint left. So, do you, um, do you think that this is going to be a time yeah. uh, for you to really uh, catch up on old projects or catch up with people? Or is this a time to dig deep and try to come up with something new? Um, that's a good question. I've been trying to, I mean, having most of my family overseas in Scandinavia, uh, I've spent more time, uh, not on Zoom, but on like Facebook Messenger, uh, making sure like, uh, definitely communicating a lot more with family and not not really catching up on old projects. What I do, especially with the murals, there's only always two parts. It's the part prior to painting and installing, which is more work than people, uh, uh, most people know. Especially in my case, I spend so much time doing everything I do starts with, with pencil and paper, doing sketches. Some pro projects, they want to see colored renderings, which I don't like 
doing, but I have to. So I've been doing a lot of the work that needs to be done prior to projects, which I hope will still happen, or I know most of them will happen. So it's been a good opportunity for me to really take my time. I usually, usually I always been so busy, I struggle. I never have enough time for anything. So I've had time to really work on the work prior, so I'm, I'm very well prepared for some of the upcoming projects that are coming whenever it's happening. <laughs> now, who, who are you uh, quarantined with and where? Uh, on the Upper East Side with my wife and uh, our four-year-old son. And how's that going? Who's driving who crazy more? I think I'm driving myself crazy. Oh. Uh, now, the mental part can be, I really need daylight. I, I need to be outdoors. So uh, that's been my biggest challenge. I didn't go out at all the first three or four weeks. Now I just went outside for the first time in three days. I had a deadline for some sketches and stuff uh, that just had to be done first thing Monday morning. So uh, I, I just totally locked myself in here Friday morning and uh, finished earlier this morning and went out. And I'm happy I went. Weather was beautiful. Now it's getting cloudy, I can tell. Are you watching any adult TV? News? <laughs> you know, movies, series, catching up on anything with the wife while the baby's asleep, that type of thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm happy we bought these noise-canceling wireless headphones to ourselves as Christmas pre presents. So we've been watching. We've been trying to have, like, a routine when it comes to most things. Like, in the evenings, we, we spend time watching. Uh, I never have time to watch TV series, usually. And we've been watching a ton almost every evening. Give us, give our viewers some recommendations. I'm sure everybody's looking for something to watch right now. Um, I mean, we started watching Tiger King uh, just because everybody was talking about it. And uh, I liked it because it was a way to escape what's happening. Uh, everything, I can't really watch the news anymore. You just get, Depressed. I try and watch uh, Cuomo's daily briefings. That's the only uh, news I watch. But we watched Tiger King. Then we watched Unorthodox. That was amazing. What an amazing actress. Uh, I don't remember her name. After that, we started watching uh, Hunter Hunters. Hunters, yeah. Uh, yeah. Watched the entire season. It was great, uh, except towards the end, it got got a little. Uh, uh, I don't know what happened. How about let's talk uh, about food? Are we trying new things? Who's the chef in the house? What are we eating? What do we miss from outside? All of it. Uh, we've been lucky. Our son's preschool has been uh, delivering food to us twice. Uh, incredible. I don't know what we would have 
done without it. So we eat whatever we're getting and then we order from Prime. I, I guess my wife is the chef. Uh, I'm here trying to do work so we don't become homeless. <laughs> <laughs> what do you watch with uh, your four-year-old? Uh, he only likes to watch one series. It's something called Classical Baby, and I'm super happy he's watching it. It's basically art and music uh, themed uh, cartoon series for kids. So they get a nice introduction to music and art. Classical Baby, it's, uh, he watches it all the time, uh, but, uh, uh, it's okay. Is he at the age where this is affecting him past just not going out every day, or how's he how's he handle, holding up? He really it's it's tough. He's restless. He understands that everything is not okay. He sees us wearing the face masks, but I think he's the one holding up the best of us three so uh, he's a trooper now what are the um <clears throat> so up, upper west uh, upper east you said when you when you go out what is the neighborhood like you said you went out for the first time in a couple of days i'm, I'm hearing horror stories where the parks are crowded and people are not respecting the uh the stay at home order what is it like by you the park is a nightmare uh we have found a safe spot under a big a big tree and uh, I've done a lot of research finding the safest uh, route to our safe spot but it, it I mean most most people they do their best but I'm surprised by how many especially being a runner myself I wouldn't go out running the way I do because it's 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 difficult uh, to practice social distancing and it, it's just too crowded and it's it's I, I I don't I I don't stop getting surprised by the situation in the park. So what I do is uh, I'm a summer guy, but now I just have too much much angst when I wake up and the weather is good. So when the weather is bad, we go out early, like seven, eight in the morning. Or if it's a rainy day, it's great because there's not a lot of people. So uh, we go early and uh, good days. Like yesterday, I wasn't even thinking about going to the park. Uh, so uh, weather dictates and uh, especially, I mean, who likes to wear a mask? I've been wearing a mask since I was like 13. I wear a mask every day at my work. It doesn't mean it's fun, but it's not a big deal. I read these blog posts about runners, like uh, it affects your breathing and stuff, but come on, stop whining, be happy. You're able to run and your health is so, uh, uh, and it's, it's also a way even like, people say medically like blah 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 but it's a way to show solidarity like it's the mental part of if, if everybody else is not wearing the mask you start to think like maybe i maybe it's okay 
so it's a way to show you know mental support too and the situation in the park is especially the runners i don't get it do you guys take part in the seven o'clock clap every day yeah uh super important and uh i agree absolutely it, it feels good and it feels like it's it's still like growing it's uh saturday was like probably the biggest cheer cheering so far uh, so uh yeah this is the first time i uh yesterday was the first time i heard it inside the house before i made it outside wow and it it's a good feeling it feels good it's uh, it's it's such a small gesture but uh, uh makes all the difference and you, you said earlier about being um <clears throat> being happy being positive you know what what are the things that you can instill in some younger artists who, who haven't been uh you know through the ups and downs of a creative cycle or of a creative career uh, you know, what, what, what advice would you give to someone who all of a sudden wished they had all the time in the world and now you actually do? Um, I would say there's not really a difference in that sense being a difficult situation now. I think you should maintain... Uh, what's the right word i tend to think as a sportsman like every day just continues just do something every day whether times are good or bad uh of course it's more challenging now but regarding the circumstances uh even if it's just for a little time try and do it every every day because that's how things happen. Everybody's always busy. You always have excuses not to do it. And I agree. It's sometimes there's a day when I don't paint and it's, it's okay. You know, life comes in between, but I would say regardless of times, it's dedication, persistence, um, and if you really have the motivation, those things, they come pretty naturally. But then sometimes it takes a little bit more effort. So it's more about just figuring out how to do it. Always, I mean, in my case, that's what I do. I paint and it's my responsibility regarding the circumstances to make sure that I do paint. Like now with smaller works limited amount of supplies that's actually uh that that's something i've learned from this pandemic it's kind of been bringing me back to basics i don't have my fancy stuff with airbrush and spray paint millions of colors i have pretty much five six colors so uh being limited creative wise can be a good and healthy thing and that's something i'm going to bring with me uh, once i get back to work it's been a good reminder you can create more with less uh, than you think and unless you have to i don't think i would have done it because it's so easy to reach out for all this different stuff but now that i'm stuck here i only have this 
uh, it's been amazing what you can do. So uh, uh, be creative with less. That would be my uh, one of my top tips from the quarantine. You mentioned that you were keeping track of your family overseas. How are they doing? How are they holding up? What's the difference? Um, I have family in both Finland and Sweden, and it's it's totally different. Finland has chosen a totally different path. It's pre pretty much the same uh, rules and regulations, safety measures as here, while uh, Sweden has gone uh, the opposite route. Uh, my younger brother is only a year and a half younger than me. He lives in Sweden, and uh, it's been difficult because they haven't. There's no lockdown. They haven't closed down, and so it, it's difficult when people are afraid and uh, people are getting sick. So it, it, I feel it, it may sound weird, but I almost. I'm almost. I'm happy in a way to be here with all the safety measures taking place in the cities so uh it's but it's not easy anywhere they're hanging in there and they're healthy but uh, uh yeah did you take the trains a lot before the lockdown yeah what uh, do you think about cuomo's order to uh shut down the subways every morning from 1 a.m to 5 a.m to do a, a, a cleaning sanitizing I mean, of course, it's not not ideal to shut down the subway because people work during night too. But it's it's amazing because uh, people are cramped in a small space, and that's how the virus spread. And there's only one way to deal with a virus: it's to disinfect. So, uh, just like with many things, Cuomo was the one who got it done people were complaining and telling something should be done so i totally agree i want to start using the subway but i'm still way too afraid i still wouldn't go there but knowing they're being clean every day uh makes me feel a little bit better and safer to hopefully start using the train sometime why weren't they cleaned every day anyway when are they cleaned if they're not cleaned every day that that was a little shocking to me not that i ever thought about it but Man, I think what we take for granted, the dirt and everything that we walk past every day on the streets in New York, uh, you know, under the wrong circumstances that we're in, really may have kind of bit us in the ass. But it's another good example of how can we use this pandemic to make things better, to come out better and stronger. So, I mean, we're, everything is getting cleaner. So, um, that's only positive here in New York. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, have you used this time at all to reach out to other people collaboration-wise, check in with other artists, how are they doing, things like that? Yeah, uh, mostly just checking in to see how they're doing, not really collaborating because, uh, yeah, it, it's basically survival modes. So uh, 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 not collaborating, but uh, yeah, a lot of a uh, lot of chatting on Instagram direct messages and uh, 
uh, of course. Now, uh, I, I know you were, you were close with uh, a friend of sold Nick 707. Uh, what was that like for you, someone that, you know, was kind of a contemporary? I think it was the first time I cried during the pandemic when I heard it. Um, um, because everybody who knew him, uh, we can all agree that he was a special, uh, special guy. Uh, uh, I didn't hang out with him a lot, didn't talk with him like every day, but uh, uh, we kept in touch and he was, I never stopped getting surprised how supportive he was always like commenting on my Instagram posts in a way that, um, yeah, I was like, he was genuinely happy and supporting and uh, his feedback meant a lot coming from somebody who invented, uh, you know, what became to be my life, graffiti, so many things I do that, you know, orig originates from what he he did. So it meant a lot. Uh, just being positive, positive energy, and it, it's gonna be it's gonna be noticeable. Like how many of those pioneers still have their name up and running on his train and his stuff he did with the signs and brought in all the other pioneers. Uh, he was the only guy doing that and that will be very much missed. I agree, he was one of a kind for sure. Now, um, you know, hopefully we, we, we get better. I didn't see the, the, I was prepping for the meeting today. I didn't see Cuomo's numbers, but hopefully it, the deaths went down again, the hospitalizations went down again. Uh, but, <clears throat> you know, as we, as we get back to normal, like, and I'll, I'm just going to call it normal, whether it is or isn't, but once we, once people get out back to you moving out and about, you know, what do you hope is going to happen? You're a, you're a positive, optimistic guy. You know, what, what's best case scenario here? <laughs> uh, I mean, things as we knew it is history. It's starting to become more and more clear that we're not going to go back to how things were before, which is necessarily not a bad thing because I try and always see, you know, how can you turn something bad into something good? Uh, I would say, you know, just to have people realize how fragile everything is and be a little bit, you know, what really matters. It, 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 it's, it's not money or things. It's been a good reminder for me too. just be able to go outside and enjoy the weather uh, a little less hectic, but 
I think things usually they fall back into people tend to forget really fast. Uh, what do you think our community can do? The, the you know the the small gallery uh, New York community can do to really uh, contribute, or at least not you know keep the same silliness going. I wish I had an answer. It's um, we have to wait and see. It's it's a difficult question to answer to i think first and foremost we we all struggle and just trying to you know get out of our head above the surface and uh, then start looking forward but i hope this is a reminder that you know makes people care a little bit more about each other and i think that would go a long way yeah a little um, more appreciation I agree, yeah. man. I, I, we, we appreciate you. We appreciate your work. Ruben, thank you very much for your time today. That was a quick half hour. Uh, the last interview went by super quick, too. But before I let you go, can you please let our, our viewers know where they can find you online, your hashtags and such? Yeah, sure. So uh, people can find me. My social media handle is Ruben415. And my website is also rubin415.com. And I'm also going to show you what a, today's work. So here's my next small piece. After a few hours, I sketched out the design and started uh, figuring out which color goes where. So uh, very cool. I'm hoping to finish this tomorrow. So. Uh, they're kind of my chronicles over this crazy time. I I make like one one per week and try and relate to what's been the latest progress during the week. So it feels good now because things go in the right direction. So I feel there's a little bit more positivity going into the pieces. Well, that's great. And thank you again for your time today. We really appreciate the chat. Uh, stay positive, stay happy, uh, stay working. And uh, we can't wait to chat with you again. Thank you so much. And you guys stay healthy too. And thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. All right, brother. Have a great day. All right.